Hello, everybody. This is Jake McGrail of CITR Sports Broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the unceded grounds of the Musqueam people. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9. Always keep you up to date with the latest UBC Thunderbirds news and stories. For this week's episode, Diana Hong joined in on a UBC women's soccer team training session, and after taking part, she spoke with a few members of the team. First, she spoke with senior goalkeeper and member of the 2019 National Championship All-Tournament team Emily Moore, as well as sophomore midfielder Catalin Tolnai, who was an everyday starter in her rookie year, chatting about their National Championship winning season, how they've adjusted to their new normal, and what their favorite time of the year is. Then, she spoke with women's soccer head coach Jesse Simons about how he's had to adjust in his role as the leader of the team and how the pandemic has affected not just this season, but also the next with regards to recruitment and extra eligibility. Afterwards, Alan Wang will give us the news roundup with a look at some former UBC hockey players, while Liz Wang looks at a recent volleyball star for our Thunderbirds alum of the week. But first, here's Diana Hong with Emily Moore and Catalin Tolnai. First question is, how are you adjusting to the new normal with COVID-19? Um, I feel like it's been fine. It's kind of annoying, like wearing masks everywhere, but like just an adjustment, I think would be fine. Yeah, it's the same. Like it's a little bit of adjustment, but like I feel like if everyone wears masks and stuff, it it's like we can get by it pretty easily, to be honest. So. Um, and difference in your training from now and before COVID. Soccer is kind of like um special in that case where it's like we're not a super contact sport like rugby or say football so we can get around it pretty easily um so like we do a lot more shooting a lot more like possession technical stuff but especially for me being a goalie it's not that a huge issue but um we're getting around it pretty easily to be honest yeah i mean other than the fact like we can't do any contact i feel like it's good just like working on other stuff for now while we can Reflecting back on your last year's performances, how does it feel like being the defending national champs? Uh, I mean, like, pretty good. I think, I mean, not that we saw it coming, but, like, we put in a lot of work last year, so. Um, yeah, it would have been nice to have a season to try to do it again, but I guess we'll try next year again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I um, winning was, like, like, probably the best highlight of my soccer career, but and this is my fifth year but having like an extra year just like even get better like I feel like it'd give us a good shot for like even next year to maybe we even win again so that's I'm happy <laughs> all right and how are you preparing for the next season after winning the national champs last year and do you feel any pressure to try to win another back-to-back title um there's I mean it's always gonna be pressure yeah, there's always going to be pressure because, like, I remember when I came in my first year, they just won the year before that, and a lot of the teams were, like, they, they wanted to win every single game during league, so league season is, like, actually even harder than usual usually, but, I mean, we made it to nationals that year, and we came second, so, I mean, we have a good shot, I feel. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. Same. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I'll ask you questions first for yourself. Um, so what was it like stepping into the team or being a rookie in one of the top teams in Canada? Um, for me, it was a little bit different because I came in and I tore my ACL. So I was, like, out my first year. Um, and then I just started playing last year. 
So I guess I got like a year to kind of adjust without like being fully in it, which was a good thing to take out of it. But yeah, I mean, the girls were super nice. So it wasn't hard to like adjust to anything. Um, and what were some of the challenges you faced uh, moving to the university level? Um, was there anyone or anything in particular that helped you find your footing here? Um, I'd just say like making like friends on the team is like nice to be like it's like a home away from home kind of it made it easier to just be in all in I guess. Along with um, trying to win another national title um, do you have any personal goals that you have heading towards the next season? Um, I think just like improving in like the little things for now since there's not much we can do just like little like touches passing shooting and stuff for now and then see where it goes do you find it difficult to develop like other than passing i think because of covid um i mean not really since like those are like we're just like focusing on the little things for now since we can't really do like games or like contact or anything so maybe it'll be a good time to focus on that now all right okay emily um, so last year you were you were named uh, tournament all stars at national last year. What was it like? Uh, it was great. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I felt like it's like kind of finally being noticed because a lot of times I've been like cut out of a lot of things like Can West All Star like other stuff. Which I mean personally, I felt like I should have been considered or thought of, but. I, I don't know, so it felt really good to be considered for that all, all-star all tournament for nationals. <laughs> How different is it being a goalie compared to an outfield player? Um, I mean, very different because we can touch the ball. <laughs> um, but uh, I feel like there's definitely a lot more pressure just because, like, if it goes in on us, then... I mean, it's not our fault, but it feels like our fault. Um, I guess that's like why most goalies have to like pretty good mental strength. So, um, not saying we have better mental strength than some like players, but I just feel like we have to be like more resilient sometimes. Do you think you've developed that skill? Like if you were looking back at your rookie years and now that you're fifth year, would you say you're like mentally tough for anything? Um, yeah, not, I don't know about everything. Cause I don't know what the 2020 has been pretty wild, but, um, I mean, like, I think over the years, like I've gotten pretty like good at being like, okay, that happened. Let's just like get by it. So yeah. All right. Um, given that you are one of the seniors on the team, um, <laughs> do you see yourself as a leader? Um, is there anything you want to make sure the young, younger players on this team do or understand? Um, cat <laughs> no I I think of myself like I don't I'm not like a, a leader leader I would say but I definitely try like lead by example I hope just by like being upbeat and like happy and like making sure everyone's cohesive as a team um it's it's been pretty rough in like my first first year so I can understand when it's like um very abrasive or like you're kind of scared in the your first season so I think I try and like make sure everyone's doing well together um yes yeah, so that's why why rookies <laughs> oh no she's not a rookie it was like second year younger players younger players to understand so yeah where are you like i mean are you super close i'm sure close with the players like you know sometimes if a new person come in it's hard oh yeah um 
Yeah, I, I try and get around, like, talk to everyone. Um, I haven't really had a chance to, like, talk to the rookies this year just because, like, how we start our season is kind of, like, a little different, but um, try to get around to it. But I think I talk to, like, everyone, like, try and make everyone comfortable around the team and stuff, so. All right, let's go. Cool. Okay, so now there's this uh, game called Balancing Game. So basically, I give you two options, and you try to choose one, and they're kind of, like, similar, but it's hard to choose. Oh, oh like, would you rather, basically? <laughs> yeah, kind of, basically. Okay, so, for example, if you were to choose a place to work out, bird coop or ark? We all train at the varsity gym, so I've, I've actually never even been to the bird coop. <laughs> all right, so we are going to cancel that. Um, you guys know, okay, so if you were to choose a place to study, IKB or nest? Uh, nest. Can I ask you why? I like having food available. <laughs> um, I like, uh, it's just a quiet library to study in. It's like no distractions. Olympic gold or FIFA World Cup? FIFA. I would say, yeah, probably FIFA, FIFA. World Cup. Um, I feel like getting to FIFA is kind of a little bit harder sometimes. And it's also like, I feel like you get more respect soccer-wise. I don't know. It's just like yeah. I feel like in soccer, I feel like the FIFA World Cup is bigger than it's bigger. Yeah, Olympics. especially for women. Yeah. A lot of people more watch more like the, the FIFA Cup, yeah. women's like because it's just like it's one event, whereas the yeah. Olympics it's like a bunch of events, so yeah. kind of gets drowned out. Yeah. Um, Sinclair or Wambach? I mean, like I would say Wambach, but I don't know. Sinclair. I don't have really. Yeah. Why? I just like her style better <laughs> than Wombat. Like tougher. tougher. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to choose out of anyone, I would be like, for Cam, it'd probably be Tank Ready, just because she is more tougher, like you were saying. But I would say Sinclair. Okay. Okay. Um, so if you were to be really good at one of these skills, what would it be? Rainbow Flick or Marseille Turn? I don't use any of those. <laughs> but... If you, uh, if you were, uh, yeah, an outside. If I were, uh, Rainbow Flick. I don't know the other one, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, I would do the flick, so I feel like it's, it's like, it's like kind of flashy, but like not really. It's like kind of cool. Okay, leg day or cardio? Leg day. Leg day. Leg day. Why? Um, I don't know. We already run enough on the soccer field, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what do you do, guys? What do you guys do for running? Like at one, um, I think tomorrow. Um, last year we did like a lot of like full field sprints. I feel like last year it was just like I feel like he kind of incorporates it into the drills too. So it's like kind of like hidden fitness, but it's like um first. Oh wait, this is hard. Well, okay, first penalty taker or last penalty taker. First. I would go first. Um, no, I'm. Uh, if I was gonna choose, like which one, I would. I would. I. Um. I like shooting last. It's too stressful. I. I live in the stress though. <laughs> um. I would shoot last, but <laughs> you guys are laughing over there. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would choose last, but um. Yeah, I don't know. That's it. I would choose last. Okay. Um, summer forever or winter forever? 
Summer forever. Yeah, summer. Because winter in Vancouver is depressing. <laughs> um, I would choose. I would choose actually fall forever if that was like a choice. I would choose like September weather forever. <laughs> the rain? No, it doesn't rain in September. It's a heat wave right now. <laughs> Gatorade or iced water? Iced water. I'm having a Gatorade after this. Uh, she's ice water. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like Gatorade? Or? Yeah, I mean, after practice, it's just the water. Is... Okay. Too comfy. Yeah. <laughs> Over yourself. Oh, Gatorade. Sugar? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Gotta replenish. Okay. I just like having something sweet at, like, after mm-hmm. practice, like, I don't know, juice or something. So. Great. Exceptional at one thing or good at all things? Like, a- above average at all things. I would choose exceptional at one thing. Exceptional at one thing. Yeah. So basically me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really honest with you. I don't have any other talents. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it'd, I'm like, be, it'd be nicer to just be like really good at one thing versus just like average at everything. Yeah. All right. Okay. You hate water, but have to go to the water park. Or you hate going on rides, but have to go to the amuse- amusement park. <laughs> I choose water. Yeah. I choose water. I mean, you don't like both or either of them, so. It's kind of hard, yeah. yeah I, I mean, choose like, the water park. The, the water park, I feel like, would be less. You can have more fun at a water park. Yeah, you can just versus... hot tubs. Yeah. I feel. yeah. <laughs> but, like, a amusement park, it'd be kind of like so much stuff going around. And yeah. I'm kind of, if I was actually scared of it, I'd be like, wow, it's a lot. <laughs> um, Last one. Your eyesight is too good that you must see everything, including the things you don't want to see. Or your hearing is too good that you must hear everything, including the things you don't want to hear. So it's hear or see? See. See, yeah. I don't know if I would be able to take what I couldn't hear. <laughs> From like a coach or something. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Like, but like, I feel like, I feel like if I could see anything, like, I had, like, hawk vision and could, like, see across Yeah, that would be a cool talent, That would be pretty talent, cool, yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> uh, other than, like, hearing everything and, like, hearing what people say about you, it's kind of, like, mm. Whereas, like, seeing, you're just, like, all, like, kind of, like, they want to see that, but you still get to see, like, far. Yeah. All right, that's everything that I prepared for. Is there anything that you wanted to say with, like, the auction, silent auction, um, with... It's over today. Yeah. Oh, so darn. I, I don't know if the one is coming out. Yeah, it's coming out next week. Okay, well. Well, maybe we'll like. Look for our new, next silent auction. <laughs> <laughs> our next one. All right. Thank you so much. Again, that was Emily Moore and Catalan Tolnai of the UBC women's soccer team. Now let's hear what head coach Jesse Simons had to say about their canceled season, as well as Diana's chances of making it on the team. Um, so what are some of the things that you have to adjust your plans or coaching styles to adapt to the new normal with COVID-19? So with uh, Via Sport, BC Soccer, and, uh, and obviously uh, 
BC Health authorities, we've we've had to start with social distance training, so uh, keeping apart uh, for all activities, so there's no contact at all. Uh, it's been uh, obviously a, a difficult situation with the habits of the players uh, over the years, having contact, wanting to compete. So we we uh, we've done a lot of technical work uh, throughout all our training sessions and uh, just got them back up to to speed fitness wise. So they're uh, hopefully when we get cleared, we'll be uh, ready to go. Yeah, uh, Sabrina told me that they're out of shape, but I don't know if it's because I'm out of shape, but they look pretty good. But they did tell me that they're much better at this time, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, have there been any unexpected positives that have come out, come from these differences in training, like passing, focusing more on that? Yeah, I think if, uh, there's been a lot of positives. One, I think for everybody, slowing down and uh, and not really rushing through day to day. And, and it's been uh, definitely a positive to have that time with each other. Not really stressed out about next game, next game, next game, but to settle down a bit, create goals from technical or tactical components that will will definitely be uh, a better squad once we get to gameplay again. So yeah, I'm really happy with, with how the players have come in. Their mindset's been fantastic and really looking forward to seeing how we progress through this season. Um, how has the pandemic affected the recruitment process with all uncertainty and players? Um, players being granted an extra year of el eligibility. Yeah, so fortunately a lot of our seniors are going to come back for a sixth, sixth year next year to play their fifth and final year of eligibility. So to, to win a national championship and still have a year left for their last season. And so they're, uh, I'm really, really proud of them to, to want to continue to play with us. And I think that shows how much they care about our program. So overall, uh, Buzzing it, hopefully a season next year, and if we have that, uh, we'll be ready to go. And obviously, the 2021s that we have coming in next season are, are all committed. Uh, they're all recruited, and uh, it's an exciting class too. So to have seniors coming back that would usually graduate, and first years coming in, and to get mentored by those older players that have have done uh, uh, the, the the business by winning a national championship and giving that experience firsthand will be will make our our program even stronger for years to come. And so obviously we want to try to aim for another national uh, championships next next season. But along with that, what are what would you say? What are your plans for the team other than along with that? Yeah, I think just making sure that they're doing well in school, that, that they're healthy, that they're happy. I think those are the first key principles of our program to make sure that all the players are in a good space and that they are doing well in school and they've got a, a big future ahead of them. We, there's uh, a lot of future leaders in this in this uh, program that will go off in different realms. Then the faculties, they're in almost everyone here with kin and science and forestry and arts. Uh, a lot of Sauter School of Business uh, students as well. So we've got the whole gamut here and uh, it's, it's a great group that definitely has a bright future ahead both on the field and off the field after they graduate here. Um, anything else you would like to add for anything else? Yeah, I think uh, one thing I felt you did well today, Diana, but I don't know if you're going to cut it right yet. So <laughs> I think uh, we'll, we'll get the fitness up. Uh, if you want some one-on-one -on -one sessions, I'm sure you could ask uh, some of our staff. You can connect <laughs> and come down here on your own. But yeah, keep, keep getting on a ball as much as you can. You never know next year, last season for you. We'll see. No, I'm going to edit that, so I'm going to ask you one more time. you got to think, you know, just think it, like, you got to give some thoughts that you care about, you know, my existence, you know? <laughs> so I'm going to ask one more time. Yeah. Big question. Big question. So today, I think I was pretty good, you know? So if I practice, I mean, I'm pretty close to Sabrina. 
if I can help some help with um, some ball handling, you know. Um, do you think you're, you'll be able to recruit me next year? I think right now, from a recruitment perspective, we've got a very talented team. It would be interesting to see, uh, but asking yourself to jump into the national champion uh, U-Sports team right now that hopefully is going to go and, and compete back-to-back, -back, it's a big jump. But, you know, I won't say no, but I'm not saying yes right now. So uh, let's see in six months how you've done and how you're feeling after training today and you get a little break and then uh, we'll go from there. I'm a little offended. So you're saying I'm not talented or just... I think you've got a lot of inner passion and drive, but in terms screaming? of in terms of uh, uh, in terms of quality <laughs> from a soccer perspective, there's little moments, but we need bigger moments. And we talk a lot about consistency here, so right. get more consistent, and and then we can definitely talk. But there's little moments. I think you just got to to connect those together a bit. A I more did often. score once. And I'm, I'm going to come back, so... I, I think the goal you scored, the highlight, will be very good. I think that highlight should definitely be in this uh, footage, and you can show everyone that maybe an intramural team will be calling your name. And when that gets up and running, like, number one recruit. <laughs> All right, so today it was just by myself. If I bring another Thunder nerds, will you accept the challenge? If you want to do the challenges, 100% will bring you in in terms of the actual training session. I think you got your moment today, but I think we'll have you just in the Thunder Nerd versus Thunderbird contest now. And uh, you can watch and, and learn on the sideline when we're training. I see the wall you're creating right here. You're like, I do not want you, but you're saying it like nicely. You know, it's okay. I'm not offended or anything. I'm going to practice. So, anyways, any last words? Uh, no, I really appreciate coming out and uh, hope everyone in school this year has a phenomenal year, both if you're on campus, off campus, around the world, wherever you be. So, yeah, it's, uh, we're here training, working hard, and uh, looking forward to progress as we get through this uh, school year. All right, thank you thank so you. much. Appreciate it. Thank you, A big thank you to Coach Simons, as well as Moore and Tolnai for coming on the show. If you want to see those interviews in video form and see Diana take part in the training session, you can check that out on the UBC's website. That's ubyssey.ca, or you can go to their YouTube or Facebook pages. Now we will take a quick break for ads and PSAs before coming back with the news roundup and the Thunderbirds alum of the week. Feeling lost in the lonely, meaningless cyber web? Looking to connect with other users? Then plug in to a CITR collective. Meet users who are compatible with your interests and passions. CITR's mainframe offers nine unique collectives. News, arts, accessibility, sports, persons of color, indigenous, gender empowerment, LGBTQ2SIA+, and music affairs. CITR collectives are where you can make great radio, great friends, and avoid the abject loneliness of life in the cyber void. Do you like laughing, hilarity, radical thought-provoking creativity, and laughing? UBC Improv is UBC's home for improvisational comedy, theater made up on the spot. Like us on Facebook to learn when our next shows are. 
Search for us on YouTube for our film sketches. And follow us on Twitter because we want the followers. UBC Improv. Insert cheesy slogan here. Let's get it on. Welcome back. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9. Now here's Alan with the Thunderbirds News Roundup, followed by Liz with the Thunderbirds Alum of the Week. For the News Roundup of this week, we're going to take a dive into the world of hockey. With the start of the Swedish Women's Hockey League this month, former 2019-2020 UBC Women's Hockey Team captain Matea Fischer and former alternate captain Hannah Clayton Carroll have both signed contracts to start their professional careers in Scandinavia. During her time at UBC, Fisher was named to the Canada West All-Rookie Team, named an academic All-Canadian, and competed at two U-Sports National Championships. Additionally, Fisher has represented her native Norway many times, such as at the 2019 IHF Division I Group A World Championship Tournament. She is signed with the Eura Gordon's IF hockey team in Stockholm, and the team was ranked at number four in the SDHL standings from the 2019-2020 season. Clayton Carroll was the team's leading scorer in her final season and was named a second-team Canada West All-Star in the 2017-2018 and 2018-2019 seasons. She is signed with the Yetabori Hockey Club in Gothenburg, which was ranked at number 10 in the SDHL standings from the 2019-2020 season. Moving on to some more exciting news, UBC Thunderbirds men's hockey alumnus Adam Maglio continues his impressive rise up the coaching ranks, with the Western Hockey League's Spokane Chiefs officially naming Maglio the 14th head coach in franchise history. Originally from Nelson, BC, Maglio played two seasons for the T-Birds back in 2010 to 2012 after transferring from Morrisville State College in New York and helped the team qualify for the Canada West playoffs in both years. Since then, Maglio has continued to add to his resume. He spent two years in Prince George as an assistant coach with the British Columbia Hockey League's Spruce Kings before taking over the head coach position in 2017. In his first season at the helm, Maglio guided his team to league final and then returned the next year to coach Prince George to the 2018-2019 BCHL Championship. Currently 34 years of age, Maglio will be the youngest head coach in the WHL. And that will wrap up the Thunderbird News of the Week. Best of luck to these Thunderbird alumni and over to Liz. Thank you, Alan, for a summary on this week's Thunderbirds News Roundup. Next up, I'll be introducing the Thunderbird alum for this week's show. If you're just tuning in right now or are new to the show, we're introducing one Thunderbirds alum every week to focus not only on their sports life at UBC, but also their career and story outside of the world of sports. There's no time limitation, and we invite you to go on a journey deep diving into the history of UBC Thunderbirds with us. For today's Thunderbirds Alum of the Week, I'd like to highlight an athlete who has brought his excellence to national and international level. Irvin Brown was a member of the men's volleyball team from 2014 to 2018. And during his final year as a UBC Thunderbird, he served as the captain and has successfully led the team to their first national championship in 35 years. Brown was born in Surrey, BC in an ancient immigrant family. The multicultural background grants him the ability to speak both Chinese and English. 
he began to play volleyball in grade 5 following his brother's footstep. Yet his sports journey quickly went beyond his sibling and led his way to UBC. In an interview conducted a few years ago, he admitted that his decision to attend UBC was made based on the close distance from his home, which is only a 30-minute drive away. In fact, family plays a big role in Bora's life. During the volleyball season, his family often show up at every single home game regardless of rain or shine. Family support has helped Bora overcome different challenges on the court and in life. As an outside hitter, he doesn't have an outstanding height to compete with other players on court. However, he was able to use his vertical to take advantage of his 6 feet 2 height and was named a U-Sports first team All-Canadian in his last year of eligibility. After taking the UBC men's volleyball team to win the long-anticipated championship, he was offered a position at the Durant SWD Power Volleys in Germany right after his graduation from UBC. Duran SWD Power Volleys is one of the 11 teams in Bundesliga Division 1, the highest level of men's volleyball in Germany. It is also the home to another UBC men's volleyball alumni, Blair Bang. And although last year he took a break from the team and returned to Vancouver, his career will resume this year with a fresh new start with middle fall volleyball in Denmark for the next season. And let's hope he can bring some Vancouver spirit to the other side of the Atlantic. Now, before I wrap things up, there is one more big piece of news to share, which broke after Alan recorded his news roundup segment. Canada West announced yesterday afternoon that the Conference Golf Championships, which were set to be the lone conference tournament to play this semester, have been cancelled. They were to be held October 2nd to 4th in Kelowna, with teams from BC, Alberta, and Manitoba taking part, but current guidelines put in place by Via Sport, the organization that oversees sports in BC, means that teams from outside BC remain unable to travel to the province. This means there will be no conference athletics taking place this semester, and a decision on the status of sports for second semester will be made no later than October 8th. We will, of course, provide an update as soon as that decision is made. And with that, thank you for tuning in to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9. Besides listening to the show, the best way to keep up to date with UBC Thunderbirds news is to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at CITR Sports. Remember to check out the video footage from the women's soccer training session posted by the UBC. For Thunderbird Eye, this has been Jake McGrail, Diana Hong, Alan Wang, and Liz Wang. Thank you for tuning in, and have a great rest of your day.